Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Hannah George and I'm a screenwriter. I'm joined by author and comedian Katie Wilkins. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where absinthe meets arson, Negroni meets necrophilia, and Grand Marnier meets Grand Theft Auto. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. I've never spat my drink over someone before. That is a drunk woman first. <laughs> I think he had a lovely death, though. Yeah. <laughs> Professionally, as detectives, we can't rule anything out. No. <laughs> we know. came for my son's birthday. <laughs> and whilst we had a marvellous time in many respects, <laughs> his untimely demise somewhat ruined the truth. <laughs> now it's time. For drunk women solving crime. Welcome to the first drunk women solving crime of 2019. Yay! Yay! Happy New Year! <laughs> it's the first of 2019 and the second of the night. <laughs> so yes. um, strap in. Uh, today we are joined by the brilliant stand-up comedian, actress, writer, and co-host of the Fingers on Butters podcast. It's Lucy Porter. Yay! Yay! Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the level of drunk I'm at now. <laughs> a little bit pleased with myself. It's so lovely to be here. I'm very I'm a big fan. Big fan. Aww. First time caller, long time listener. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I, and actually, on that note, which has not been prompted by anyone but Lucy, we need to say as the first thing of 2019, thank you to everyone that has listened in the yes. last three months. Yeah, mm, thank well you. Well done, those people. 
Yeah, we don't normally sort of like, we don't open a, a podcast with saying, you know, thank you and please. With gratitude. Yeah, with gratitude. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Who wants to start their year like that? <laughs> but genuinely, thank you to our listeners. And yeah. um, can you get us some more, please? So can you share <laughs> on, rate us on iTunes, tell your friends, Subscribe. tweet us, Facebook us. We're writers, we work at home Instagram. all day. There's Instagram. Instagram. Well, we just did a video for Instagram. Yeah, which I enjoyed we're on it. Enormously. We're on it for 2019. <laughs> I love Instagram. I'm all about it now. I've been taking pictures of everything. Just You've heard it from Lisa, Lucy Bloody Porter, Instagram. Yeah, Instagrammers, send us pictures of your cats and. Um, Glad she said cats. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I don't. I was on a Radio 4 thing recently and I said, in all my innocence, I said, George, you know what? I've never been sent a dick pic. This went oh. out on national radio. <gasps> oh! And can you solve the mystery of what happened next? <laughs> I think I can. Yeah, I've seen a lot of oh dicks in the God. last little while. But anyway, oh um, so don't Money. do that. Don't send don't, those. Don't do you have a that. Do you have a favourite? Also, can I just mm. say we were just discussing earlier that the listenership of Radio Four is over sixty five. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of grey pubes on those pictures. <laughs> oh, I'm just, it's just, they can use a camera phone, and we have to respect them. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. I love how the thank you turned into this. Stop harassing us for fuck's sake. <laughs> Happy New Year. Lucy, tell us, have you ever been victim of a crime? Do you know, I have. Dick pickles. Um, yeah, that's... Anyway, um, I have been a victim of a crime, and very recently. Ooh. Um, it's Fresh. almost like the underworld knew that I was coming onto your podcast Ooh. that will give us something to talk about. So this is a crime that has happened to me. This is the second time this crime has happened to me. Oh. Um, this specific crime. So I was on the uh, London Underground Tube. Mm-hmm. And I got off, uh, I can't remember which station, but um, if it comes to me, I'll share it anyway. <laughs> but I got off the tube and a woman came up to me and said, oh, sorry, um, just wanted to mention your, your rucksack's open. <gasps> oh. And I was oh, no. So I turned around and looked in my rucksack and I had been the victim of theft. Wow. But I am a seasoned Londoner, so I always keep my purse about my person. Yes. About so your person. My purse is about my person. <laughs> but what had happened, which was possibly even worse, Uh-oh. was that they had obviously mistaken my lovely shiny H&M makeup bag oh, for a no. purse. No. And so I had, and this was just before Christmas. Oh. And I was on my way to a thing and they dipped in and it was, you know, I was like, I know it probably doesn't sound much to a lot of people. No, it does. Mm. I had been to, so I'd been in um, John Lewis department store and I had been seduced by the (laughs) Chanel lady. So two crimes happened. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Seduction (laughs) and theft. But um, yeah, so I had just uh, not two days before purchased really expensive so I really love it a foundation it's Vita Lumiere Ooh. it's Chanel and she put it on me and I I've, you know I'd had a, a busy time I'd been working really hard and I thought you know what lady you deserve yeah. something nice and I'd Treat gone yourself. to Chanel and I'd got this foundation which was like being kissed by a French oh. and it was lovely <laughs> Oh, and it just it was on my face, and it was so nice, and um, and that you know, and it was like thirty eight oh, quid or whatever. Sixty 
this is it. You justify this like I'm gonna invest in me. Yeah, that's and it. you carry around this, this is very expensive compacts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. And then someone just take and you know they uh, would have got it out and they would and just been, chucked it in the bin. Unless it was yeah. one of those chaps that sort of like hates seeing women put on makeup on the tube. Oh, yes. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I'm gonna take away her. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna save everybody a lot of discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> gonna save the two daily mail readers that hate this <laughs> i know i've been much more since that whole thing was a thing about putting your makeup on on the tube i do it much more percent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. loads of people do don't they oh. yeah, yeah. oh i've gotten like really gooey lip gloss just in case somebody's offended I'm like, mm. oh that's another thing i had in my yeah. bag as well was i had um another chanel at the same time i bought liquid honey oh lip gloss Ooh. liquid honey yeah that sounds expensive it too. was it really was <laughs> Is that for eating? Um, no. I don't know a lot about makeup, guys. <laughs> yeah. Is it like liquid honey for your face? Uh, it was a lip. It was a lip gloss oh. called liquid honey. Yeah, I but it's. So I mean, I'm lovely. sold. Yeah. They're so clever. Yeah, so I'm like so gonna amazing. Google Chanel after this podcast. It's so yeah. invasive too. Just like your bag is wide open, yeah. oh, someone's yeah. been rooting gaping. through it, just gaping, yeah, gaping, gaping bag, just being. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the great scheme of things, I know it's not a great thing, but it just was. It was just one of those moments where you just think, oh, it's if. You know, it, to me, it was like the the final straw as well of just being, you know, because it was yeah. really busy and the yeah. tube was all like, Ugh. yeah. And um, so it's like, yeah. oh, fuck off. Just absolutely. Yeah. It was the, you know, when if you I see was... people with super glowing skin, are you like, it was you? Yes, yeah. <laughs> there. The, you fucking Lumiere. The Vital Lumiere. <laughs> this must be smell. very awkward for you tonight because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big red puffy face from drinking. So. <laughs> and then, well, I ended up, so I couldn't justify replacing it with Aww. you know light for light so now what you see on my face tonight is boots <laughs> it's not even number seven it's boots 17 it's there <laughs> well you look fabulous thank you love i mean you know I, I, it's not um, if i'd been vital lumiered i would have walked in and you would have been like bloody hell she's a 25 year old starlet she's, <laughs> she's extraordinary who's that lady but uh, yeah it's really because i'm like thinking like do you think that what do you think do you think they, that person that nicked it was like okay this isn't a wallet i'm just gonna purse i'm just gonna get rid of it or do you think he sort of popped them on or yeah i mean i i really <laughs> hope it didn't just go to waste you I sort hope of it do though don't i do you? i do i really want that to i want there to be a lovely dewy-faced burglar somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> a dewy-faced mugger like when because we ask people like what would you say if you could if you were confronted with the burglar now what would you say to them I would say your pores are huge <laughs> look at my broken veins look at what you have robbed from me I'm sorry it is um, it's happened to me once before right and, and it was a makeup bag before exactly too. the yeah. same exactly because they obviously don't know so I don't think I mean I think that they think it's a purse it's an opportunist it's a, just quick in and out yeah and then look at it later you've yeah. got to change your makeup bags I know do you know what I mean make it look like a little sack of shit or something <laughs> well do you know for ages I didn't have a makeup bag and I had uh, like a, a freezer bag <laughs> <laughs> Hannah George has spat out her Prosecco wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. had a little I'm champagne never... facial there from Hannah thanks <laughs> spit take I've never spat my drink over someone before that 
is a drunk woman first. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just something about you with a freezer bag on the tube. Just with a freezer um, bag. I now can't read the case. Because it's <laughs> the I'm so sorry. I saw it. So you know when you've done something, like if you've accidentally spat on someone, which I just oh, did. God, yeah. I saw the the devils on her jumper. I saw where I got her. I'm so sorry. At least it wasn't as solid. I've done that where I've actually coughed a bit of food on someone. <laughs> And then you have to sort of go, I'm sorry, I just, I'll just pick, sorry, just, yeah. just pick that off for you. There's nothing worse than sneezing Doritos. I'm oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> really, like Cheesy very dust. orange oh. shrapnel. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Sorry, tell us more about so the, the freezer. Um, the freezer. I, I imagine that's quite good because you can see everything. Yes, 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 exactly. Easy access. And I just didn't have a makeup bag and I carried it around for quite a long time and then I was doing a gig and prepare to hear a clang here. Ooh. I was doing a gig with Paloma <laughs> Faith. Oh! Boing, and um, she said, oh, um, oh, listen, have you got any lip balm? I'm just really, my lips are just really dry. And I went, oh, yeah, sure. And then I got out my freezer bag. <laughs> and I, I, on the you know on the spur of the moment, I just went. Um, I've been I've been travelling a lot recently, <laughs> trying to style it out like I've been on the planes. Um, but I think we both knew that it wasn't it wasn't an airport see through bag. It was a, sandwich a, bag. A Morrison's branded sandwich bag. <laughs> I think that's good advice, like, isn't it? You, you're keeping yeah. it real. Yeah. Paloma could learn a thing or two. <laughs> I have no she idea. She was what very she's nice like. about yeah. it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I've changed my mind. I don't need your lip gloss. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's very but it's liquid honey. It's liquid honey. <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. I mean, you may think spitting all over the guest on your podcast is a crime, uh, but who wants to hear about the first female serial killer in the USA? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, so today's Ooh. crime uh, comes to a head exactly 200 years ago because we're in 2019 now, and this happened in 1819. Ooh. So this is the story of Lavinia Fisher, uh, who is credited with being the first female serial killer in America. Mm-hmm. And I like that, being credited like this on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, credits include. Yeah. <laughs> Woman in bar, first female serial killer. Oh, very good. Oh, well done, Lavinia. Well, yeah. Quite. Um, so this um, story is, is kind of crazy and there's so many different versions of events because mm. it's from over 200 years ago um, that there's not much we can be sure about. But the one thing we can be sure about about Lavinia um, is something that is mentioned in every article I read about her. What is that? She oh. had a wooden leg. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Very left field. Well, that would be like mentioned. It. People it would are be interested that in that. That would be mentioned. All right. Um, Katie? I'll see that and I will raise you. <laughs> she had a glass eye. <laughs> Tell you again. Well, everything I read about any woman, they're like, she was very attractive. Oh, yeah. Was she, was she a hottie? Yeah. She was a hottie with a glass eye and a wooden leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wasn't. She was, unfortunately, she wasn't. But yeah, she was a hottie with a body. Wow. Um, <laughs> you see? There you go. It's exactly. so... Do we know our misogynistic uh, history or what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just True. getting so predictable. It's yeah. ridiculous. I remember the, um, the bobhead bandit reading about there was a, a group of women criminals called the 40 elephants who i'm quite interested in oh, yes. um who were sort of around elephant and castle in the 20s and 30s and um yeah they you know all of them it was like the bobhead bandit like the most sort of 
it, because it was bobs were in at the time and everyone was getting their hair cut so short. So it had to be and, related to fashion. Yeah. Right. It is weird it's amazing. How just remembered as like, it, what well, they were victim wearing. or perpetrator. You yeah, it's like known you can't yeah. even be a serial killer without being rated for attractiveness. <laughs> she may very well not be the first female serial killer in America. She was the first Does... hot serial killer. Yeah, yeah. right. Because I bet there were women that killed more than three people before eighteen nineteen in America. Hundred percent. Um, although her hotness was kind of relevant to what she sort of uh... got up to. So uh, she resided in the U.S. Uh, for much of her life. Uh, she was married to John Fisher, and in 1819, both were arrested, and the full extent of what they were up to was revealed. Oh, she was the honey trap. Oh, indeed, she was. Yep. Yeah. So the was pair... his name John, and he was a John. <laughs> 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 yeah, right. Wow. John Fisher was the name of a Catholic boys' school uh, in Purley. Still is, still is. Shout out, guys, shout out. (laughs) (laughs) I do hope it wasn't named after this chap. The pair made much of their living uh, operating a hotel called the Six Mile Wayfarer House, uh, which they managed in the early 1800s. Uh, It was on a long and lonely road with no neighbours. So we know we're in America... Uh, anyone want to hazard a guess to whereabouts we are in America? I haven't given you much. Ah, mm. It's got to be like the Wild West or something. Ooh. Like, well, Yeah, because we're 18 something, yeah. aren't we? So yeah, so, so it's, it's going to be California or yeah, Texas. Or, yeah. Or, oh yeah, I mean it could be. There's um, so many long and lonely roads where <laughs> I'm yeah. Where really? are you from? Um, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Okay. There's long and lonely roads lonely there. Roads. Montana. So these roads were in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, oh. southern. Okay. Yeah. So after the couple opened the Six Mile House, uh, men who were visiting Charleston began to mysteriously disappear. Uh, lots of them at last being seen at that very hotel. Uh, so more and more reports were filed, uh, but there was no evidence that the fishers were involved. Uh, and there was another reason the investigation didn't get any further. What do you think that was? The men weren't important for some reason. Ooh. I mean, are men ever not important? Well, they must have been poor or something. Poor men tend to get less justice than rich men. True. But still more than women and minorities. Mm-hmm. You see? You're, going tr- you're looking true but not relevant is the look that I'm seeing. <laughs> well, that w- I mean... Is it something to do with the quality of the men then? No, or? it was more to do with Ooh. the quality of her. Oh. oh, she was so hot that no one. This is to... how hot this woman was. What? Yeah. Seriously. Her affirmation, affirmation. Try and say that when drunk. Hotness. <laughs> uh, this meant that her husband and her popularity in the town was really high because she was so beautiful and charming. Wow. Um, and I love the idea that, like, over many years, all these men started going missing and they were like, they're going missing at that hotel. With the and the police were like, Hot Lavinia? <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> She's standing in the doorway with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> she could have any guy she wants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who would be the equivalent? That'd be, it'd be like, um, you know, Kate Middleton, wouldn't it? Just oh, being... Yeah, like, like untouchable. She's, yeah, she's beautiful she can't be a killer right. oh yeah. that's the twist i want to see in the royal family <laughs> <laughs> oh could you imagine her and markle a couple of serial killers yes please <laughs> um, that sounds so- like a mythical sex act to me the hot lavinia <laughs> <laughs> i'll do anything and but the hot lavinia <laughs> i draw the line <laughs> i'll do a tepid susan but a hot lavinia <laughs> I will not. A little warm Wendy, yes. I love a little warm Wendy, but no, I'm going to be a hot 
years. So men kept disappearing and the locals weren't satisfied by the police's investigation. Well, because these were strange random men, not local men. They were travelling men. They were ah, yeah. So it's much harder to lock down, that kind of thing. Very, very true, because people don't necessarily... Like, oh, they've left. They've gone to the next town. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the locals formed a group of vigilantes who went to the fishers... Uh, in February 1819. Though it is unknown what they may have said or done, uh, they were obviously satisfied because they came back to Charleston, but they left one thing behind. What was it? A whole group of men left something behind. Yeah. Like a mob justice. They left their... Torch? Yeah. (laughs) Their lit torch that they were going to burn them down with. I mean, I like it. But they say they were satisfied. They went, they made their inquiries. They left, but they left one thing behind. Their Um, dignity. (laughs) (laughs) Their shoes. (laughs) What would you leave? Like a dog. (laughs) They left a dog that they. Every mob needs a good dog. To report back. Well, did they leave someone? Did they leave a person? Spot on. Oh, spy. yes. Oh, oh, no. Detective Porter. Nice. Yes. Yes. You're getting promoted. Yes. It was. It was a man called David Ross who was charged with standing watch in the area. So he's a honey trap for the honey trap. Oh, I don't know how much David used his sexy wife. No, I mean, like, <laughs> he's like a little um, guinea pig to see if he goes ah, missing. But well, is that not what they were trying to do? what I can tell, he just sort of like he stood outside and watched. <laughs> <laughs> he was just really unpopular yeah, and they secretly yeah. hated him. Yeah. Guys, I love about when he volunteered to be bait. He's like, I'll be bait for sexy Lavinia. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Dave, you do that. that. Here's a picture of Tepid Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so do you think... Do you think he's all right? Do you think the fishers just left him alone? No. No. I think David died. I think David's a dead man. I think he had a lovely death, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This one on his face. Well, they didn't leave him alone. Early the next morning, David Ross was attacked by two men and dragged before a group of men along with Lavinia oh, Fisher. Gosh. Yeah. He looked to her for help. And this is a bit where I was like, why did you look to the lady? She's not necessarily going to be any nicer to you. And she wasn't. She choked him and smashed his head through a window. Yeah. Wow, that wasn't a sexy death at all. However, it was not a death. Ross managed to escape. And he alerted authorities. Oh. So there was a group of them. Yeah, that's yeah. nasty. It was like yeah, a yeah. kind of, they were a proper gang. There was a yeah. proper gang activity going on where, well, I, I will like tell you what they it. did to people. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. Little Katie. Little uh, guys, Katie just for the record, Katie does not like this. No, she doesn't. <laughs> You've never said that on any other episode. Like this time, like, too much. It was the David. It was David. It was little David, little all on his own, outnumbered by the gang. Yeah. Well, mate, wait until you meet John Peoples. Oh, no, no. John who? John Peoples. John Peoples. John Peoples comes in. He's a fur trader. And this happened all at approximately the same time. So they got rid of uh, David Ross. John Peoples. Peoples fur. In. The fur of the people. <laughs> wait, so, he, so little David Ross escapes and tells the police and yeah. then he's out of the picture but Uh-oh. safe here he's we are the with picture. the little <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah whenever Katie feels sorry for someone yeah. she always calls them little little David Ross oh, I yeah. got away I got away from Lavinia <laughs> I'm fine now she choked me she put me in through a window but I'm fine now it wasn't bad really I didn't mind don't worry Katie <laughs> 
I hope that brings you some comfort. Yeah. It just makes me worry even more. I'm at peace now, Katie. It was fine. <laughs> and they're all obviously dead. Don't torture yourself. <laughs> this was a long time ago. Um, but, what, so, but what happens? Does he come back? Is we done with him now? We're done with him He's for now. He's reported his story. Oh, reported his is story. he going to come back? The authorities are on the case. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The authorities okay. are on the case, but they're not completely on the case because little Johnny Peoples, <laughs> give me a warning about what's about Johnny, to happen Johnny the And he was travelling from Georgia to Charleston and tired from his long trip, stopped at the Six Mile House to see if they had a room. <laughs> Uh, so this next part is basically the hustle and this is what they did to people oh so john peoples was greeted by lavinia who told him uh they didn't have a room available but won't you come in for tea and a meal Mm. sure come on in so he did her company was so pleasant that he ignored lavinia's husband's odd glances at him and chatted with her she asked very specific questions what sort of things do you think she asked Who's meeting you at the next town and will they miss you? Interesting. Do you have a tender neck? (laughs) (laughs) Are you particularly strong? (laughs) Or do you bench press? (laughs) Do you know little David? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know little David? <laughs> well, you know how much money have you got? Yeah, that is spot on. Yeah, that's the one that she asked. Um, how much his th- furs were worth? How much money he had on him? Right, um, that kind of thing. Uh, he was obviously showing off uh, and told uh... her he earns quite a bit. And she excused herself from the table for a moment, and she returned with tea and good news. Ugh. A room <laughs> suddenly. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> <laughs> A room had suddenly become available if John wanted it. He accepted and Lavinia poured him a cup of tea. Does this mean that if people were poor, there was still no room? They could go on their way. Did they only kill rich people? Yeah, which is quite a nice twist. It's kind of a Robin Hood kind of vibe to this. Well, with the tea, what do you think she was up to? I think it's going to be some arsenic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds plausible to me. There's poison, or at least, the very least, a sedative. But guess who didn't like tea? Oh, brilliant. John Peoples didn't like tea. <laughs> it was bloody John bloody don't like people's... Yeah. No, don't, don't like tea, people. <laughs> it was. So he didn't want to seem impolite. Uh, so instead of refusing it or leaving it untouched, he poured it out when she wasn't looking. Uh, oh, amazing. Yeah. This so is he, great. Isn't yeah. Isn't that mad? So... Oh. Um, he wasn't suspicious until later when she showed him to his room. And obviously he'd had a bit of time away 
from her tits and he began to wonder um, why she'd asked him so many questions. Why was her husband staring at him all evening? He realised he'd given away so much information right. that he was like, oh, fuck, okay. So he goes yeah. and sits. I mean... This is like every time I've stayed at the Premier Inn, though. Yeah. <laughs> I've given you two credit cards. I've written my address. Like, What do you think I'm going to do to your purple foot? thing so instead of sleeping in the bed uh he decides to sleep in a chair by the door and he slept until what happened david john people broke in yeah there's some intrusion lavinia with the gang herself in yeah because they'll think the the gang of men jump in and attack him in the bed but he's not in the bed yeah they think he's unconscious well this is where it gets a little bit batshit and uh, so he hears voices outside the bedroom door and a loud clunk and the middle of the bed gives way <gasps> and gives what? away to a deep hole beneath <gasps> oh my no. gosh <laughs> trap door that trap door under the bed they... now this is where it all gets a little bit what is what <laughs> is folklore like Sweeney Barbershop thing exactly uh, I mean it's yeah. fucking Jonathan Creek it's like <laughs> everything <laughs> And apparently there were loads of human remains and some oh, say wow. spikes coming up through the walls. Wow. Oh my gosh. I know. And okay. this is one of those ones where you read it online and people are like, that was not true. And then <laughs> you're kind of like, but it's kind of cool. But, um, but I mean, it's not cool. And but something's true. Yeah, some some part of it is true. And Professionally, as detectives, we can't rule anything out. No. <laughs> But there's all sorts of shit about this case where they're like, and the one that sort of comes through is that the floorboards under the bed give way and they'd fall down there's, yeah. and they'd, they'd die in this pit. Love, and What's yeah. amazing about this is like, this isn't ye olde crime and I can just see Twitter going, didn't happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's like so embellished that it feels like a really modern knee-jerk reaction to it. I mean, but they, you know, it, this is what's so interesting. Well, they had drawbridges. I mean, the technology. Yeah. <laughs> the the engineer existed so they go the bed has some kind of trapdoor. it yeah. feels a little bit lazy <laughs> you know what like we have drugs so we can drug the person but we need to create this elaborate trapdoor system because i just don't want to deal with that body yeah this way they don't have to carry it downstairs or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah there's so many did this happen did this not happen but there was definitely bodies found on their property so yeah okay. no one really says where and this is the thing that everyone's like yeah this is the thing that happened so john he uh, obviously saw his bed sort yeah. of like you know go down so he quickly jumped out of the window got on his horse <gasps> i read yeah. somewhere a very detailed thing about the fact that it was a bareback horse and he just jumped on yeah. and like <laughs> so he yeah he quickly got on a horse and fled to authorities in charleston do you think the police believed him oh no because it's so fanciful They've already been alerted by little David, uh, whatever his name was. Yeah, so it's like it's out either... of sight, out of mind, Lucy. <laughs> Whoever he was, whatever. And I'm all about John Peoples now. <laughs> well, okay, so the police haven't bought any of this up till now because they're like Lavinia, she's far too attractive. Well, I'm afraid to say that the police did their bloody jobs and arrested uh, John and Lavinia. Well, because it's stacking up too. That's the yeah. thing. We're on the we're on the tipping point. Yeah. yeah, and they arrested two men that they had been operating with. Very little that I could find out about these other two men. Uh, but the six mile Wayfarer house was thoroughly searched and the grounds dug up, filled. This is the thing again. Is this true? But one place said it's filled with hidden passages, and the sheriff reportedly found items that could be traced to dozens of travellers. Mm. A tea laced with a herb that could put someone to sleep for hours. A 
mechanism that could be triggered to open the floorboards beneath the bed and in the basement as many as a hundred sets of remains now lots of people dispute this um it feels like it does like i say veer into folklore um but shit certainly went down in this house there was definitely some bodies found Mm -hmm. um so bearing in mind uh at the very least three bodies were found yeah uh do you think they pleaded guilty the bodies (laughs) hot Lavinia and her husband I think they were too concerned about their trip advisor rating (laughs) (laughs) and they were like let's just style this one out people never people don't really great food warm company didn't like the murder (laughs) (laughs) we came for my son's birthday (laughs) and whilst we had a marvellous time in many respects his untimely demise somewhat ruined the trip (laughs) Yes. Three and a half stars. <laughs> Overcooked the bacon. <laughs> yeah. uh, they pleaded not guilty. Not yeah. guilty. Wow. Uh, but what they are used it's to getting away called, with things. Yeah, it's still yeah. called the hot Lavinia f- defense. <laughs> <laughs> um, but were ordered to stay in jail until their trial. In the meantime, their co-conspirators, um, who again we don't know much about, uh, were released they on bail. Hot. Not yeah. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the ugly conspirators. The ones that wouldn't sell papers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, do you think um, Hot Lavinia and uh, John were found guilty? I kind of feel like it could go that she gets away with it, Ooh. and then he doesn't, because everyone's so charmed by her. Or vice versa. Because yeah, because uh, it's awful if a woman, when does, a woman something, does it. It's much worse, and she must have been the the devil driving force. Or whatever. There's a lot of evidence there, <laughs> and it's like if there's up to a hundred bodies, they could have been doing this for years before anyone even got suspicious. Mm. Like, it's so mad, isn't it? That you just think, well, yeah, how many people have to not come out of that hotel? Yeah. But then, like yeah. you say, they're all travellers. Yeah, they're... there's no one that could they could have got lost anywhere. Yeah. Also, the kicker is she's only 27. <gasps> <laughs> I know. Okay. They were convicted of, um, in, in history, the official history is they were convicted of highway robbery. Oh, not yeah, murder. So it wasn't, they was... weren't convicted of murder, which is interesting. Because people say she's the first serial killer, but they're like, oh, she may not have murdered anyone. Um, but what, how did the bones get there, police? Well, this is the thing. But also, highway robbery is <laughs> a capital. <laughs> it's a capital punishment. So it was like they're going to get hung. So we've got them, oh. essentially. Oh right. Um, so they didn't have to bother to try to prove anything stronger. No, not not really. So they were sentenced to hang. Um, however, they were given time to appeal, uh, and because they were a husband and wife, uh, they were <laughs> they were like jailed together in the same room. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, apart from obviously in these weeks that they were jailed together, apart from Bone, what do you think they did? Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, construct a story that would uh, implicate the two not hot guys. Was there a poster of Raquel Welsh on the. <laughs> oh gotcha did they escape yeah. it was yeah it was a bit they of they did, did a bit of a Shawshank uh, uh, so the jail for some reason wasn't heavily guarded and on September the 13th they put their plan into action and used a rope made of bed linen and climbed out of the window so John goes <laughs> first uses the linen and drops this is when bars were put on windows <laughs> yes. in the day exactly and he wow. dropped to the ground uh, but the linen snapped Ooh, so Lavinia is up top trapped in the cell uh-huh. John is on the floor what do you think he does he runs he goes jump I'll catch you oh nice mm. 
sounds romantic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he... Yeah, Thro- I think he runs. I think he runs. Or he, he throws runs. the sheet back up so she can... <laughs> Breaks back in <gasps> to the jail. Oh, yeah, and creates a distraction. Free. Starts a fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I mean, it's kind of... Na- he just went back around the front and just said, I've, I've escaped, but it's <laughs> not worked. He didn't want to escape He didn't want to escape without her. Oh. Isn't that lovely? That's how hot she was. Wow. <laughs> um, this is pre-photography, but are there any... I, I just really want to see her at Lavinia There's now, some yeah. kind of paintings and stuff, but who knows if it was actually her. Yeah. Um, so they were they went back into jail and they were kept under tighter security. Uh, so in February in 1820, the Constitutional Court rejected their appeal and their execution was scheduled for later that month. Uh, a local minister named Reverend Richard <laughs> Furman... <laughs> What? I just had like a late laugh of him just like walking back around. <laughs> that is exactly what my husband would do. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. It really is. He'd be like, I'm really sorry. This, this is a bit embarrassing. We had a whole thing. Yeah. That's what you have to ask yourself about your relationship. Would your partner come back to the jail for you? Yeah. 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 Oh, he I, totally would. That's so sweet. I don't think mine would. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be pragmatic about this yeah. one of us will be fine <laughs> <laughs> I mean I wouldn't go We've back got to think of for the podcast. him I don't think I would I, yeah, you know, it's... I, oh, it's a tricky one isn't it it's hard to put yourself in someone else's shoes that is also a serial killer. Yes. <laughs> so a local minister named Reverend Richard Furman was sent in to counsel the pair if they so wished. Do you think they found God at this point? Yes. They'll say they did because it might get them more lenient security and they can break out again. Noice. Well, apparently John begged the priest to save his soul, if not his life. Lavinia would have nothing to do with Ooh. Them. Yeah, she was like, Stone uh-huh. cold. Um, so on the morning of February 18th, uh, 1820, the Fishers were taken from the Charleston jail to be hung on the gallows behind the building. John Fisher went quietly praying with the minister whom he had asked to read a letter before the crowd. Mm. Now, guess how many people were watching in this crowd? Like, bearing in mind it's 1820 and, you know... A small town. There's no yeah. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a, lot, a lot going on. 200. I maybe people a thousand. Maybe yeah, it was a, maybe thousand. it was a famous case and people people came. Taylor was spot on with what? a couple of thousand. Okay, two thousand wow. over two thousand people. And what do you think John's letter said? The um, venue was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> See that I've I've tapped that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't have been a full confession because then we would know more about the mm. crime. So maybe it's a protestation of innocence. He blames it all on her. He blames it all on her. Well, it's interesting. He doesn't do that, but it is a protestation of innocence. He said, Dear God, I should have run. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When the linens broke. What I love about this is it insisted on his innocence um, and asked for mercy for those that had done him wrong in the judicial process. Oh, oh. 
Ooh, that is so like funny. Shade. Yeah, isn't it? Passive it's aggressive. You can live with what you've done to me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that one day you're not judged like you've wrongfully judged me. Yeah. yeah forget about the bodies in the house and stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> so he, yeah, he then began to verbally plead his case before the gathered crowd, and before he was hung, he asked for their forgiveness. Ooh. So, do you think Lavinia went as quietly? No. She probably set a plague on both your houses or something. Yeah. I want to know what she was wearing when she was done. <laughs> Do you know what? This is where the, yeah, more potential folklore oh. comes in. Uh. But also, <laughs> it is kind of well documented that she wore her wedding dress. Oh. Who let her do that? Like, what the fuck? Whether or not it's true, we do not know. Who is indulging these psychopaths? (laughs) (laughs) The Charleston police are not coming out well from this at all. That's such a thing of her. They're like, and I still fit in my wedding dress. (laughs) (laughs) So hot. I mean, it is. You do always think it's a waste just for the one day, isn't it? Might as well wear it again. If I have another special occasion, I'm definitely (laughs) going to crack this out. Yeah. And I, this was that day, yeah. apparently. Uh, and apparently she refused to walk to the gallows, uh, so she had to be picked up and carried as she ranted and raved. Oh my god. At the crowd. Diva. Yeah, Ooh, well. She ranted and raved. Yeah, particularly at the Charleston socialites who she blamed for encouraging a conviction. So who, right. who knows what was That's, really going she on? Wore the, this is all to annoy the girls that bullied her at school. I mean, 100%, 100%. Before her executioners could tighten the noose around her neck, she yelled into the crowd any guesses on her last words. Fuck you all. <laughs> I mean, it's very similar. Uh, it's gone very carry, hasn't it? You'd all still bang me even after I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Something about, uh, I don't know. Say goodbye to this hot ass because you're never going to see it again. Say bye-bye to hot Lavinia. (laughs) She said, if you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me, I'll carry it. (gasps) Yes! To send a message to hell. What was it? Tell me the exact... If if you have a message you want to send to hell, give it to me, I'll carry it. Then, I love how history gets rewritten. I mean, uh, she already was probably like, uh, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I read a few different versions, but it was all about hell. My wedding dress is just a sheet, but I, <laughs> I took my looks for granted. Um, apparently, before they could finish the job, she jumped off the gallows herself. Yeah, that's her. What? That's last her. Word, that's mate. typical Lavinia. Lavinia. She's got the bloody last word. Let's hear it for hot Lavinia. Cheers. <laughs> And to a lesser extent, John. (laughs) (laughs) He was in the story too. Everyone ever described him. John. Oh, John. Drunk women solving crime. So to finish up this episode, we have a listener crime. Um, And this is a bit more of a story than a crime to solve, um, but it's pretty good. This was sent to us by Rachel from America on Facebook. So Mm -hmm. Rachel, I'd like to thank you for sending this in. So she says... I quote, when I was eight, me, my mom, my dad, my brother and my sister went camping. 
totally normal for us. We drove to the campground, in brackets. Important note here, my parents preferred less commercialised sites, as my father calls them. <laughs> Close brackets. Yeah, and my s- father preferred less commercialised. <laughs> brackets cheaper. Close brackets. Yeah. Brackets, not actually official campsite. Yeah. Yeah. But just somebody's field that he hoped they would yeah. notice. Close brackets. I think you and Rachel, yeah, yeah have a lot I, in common. I, I, I had a similar childhood, Rachel. <laughs> we're, we're all picturing it. Yeah. Uh, and they set up their tent uh, so they were, we were all driving my mum insane while she was making the dinner so dad took us to explore the woods around our campsite uh, I was walking ahead and the following happened me hey there's a boot over here dad okay we'll pack it out with us but leave it and let me get it me keeps walking towards it hey there's pants too <gasps> Rachel dad what me I think you should come over here. Dad. Why? Just leave it wherever it's there. Me. Okay, but I'm pretty sure it's a dead guy, so you might want to look. Oh, my God. How old was Rachel at this point? Well, she was, in the conversation we had with her, uh, she was eight. Oh, she's eight? Yeah. Rachel. And she's put, cue my parents freaking out and herding us kids into the car and calling the cops because, indeed, it was a dead body. Apparently, a dead body that had been murdered within the last 24 hours. And instead of heading home after talking to the cops, we just went to another campsite. (laughs) That's like never camping again after that story. The killer could have even been watching you find the body. Less than 24 hours. That is not safe. Guys, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have taken you camping in Newark. We're not going to do this again. (laughs) Then they checked into a hotel and the proprietor was one of the video. Oh, my God. No one's ever going to go on holiday again. If you listen to this You should have done this. This is a summer special. They should. <laughs> <laughs> two separate ones. It's like never stay. No. Oh, yeah. I'll just go outside. No. I go, I'll go to a hotel. No. No. No, we're safe ever again. It's January and I'm staying in forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, to this day, apparently they call it the dead body campground. Well, at I least know. that makes it sound like it only happened the once. <laughs> <laughs> Although Rachel then goes on to say, oh. a few years later, an escaped murderer was hiding in our forest. We had about five acres oh, and three no. or so was woods. And we had no idea until a helicopter and cops stormed our yard. When I tried to wake my parents up to tell them there was a helicopter over our house and a bunch of cops, they spent a good five minutes telling me to stop being so dramatic. Oh, no. That's such... Typical Rachel. parents. Yeah, like you found the dead body once. Yeah. Yeah, stop going on about it. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I'm pretty sure it wasn't the same guy who killed the guy on the dead body campground. Because, But they never found the murderer for dot, that one. Dot, dot, dot. I'm not sure. Ooh, and then she ended her email. Anyway, thought you guys might get a kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, we've been kicked. <laughs> And we sent an email back to Rachel and said, uh, this is amazing. Do you mind us sort of using it? And she was like, sure, it's hilarious now. <laughs> so, um, I mean, does anyone have any sort of... Rachel, you are so brave. <laughs> I wouldn't want to stay there anymore. It's so scary. I know. She would become the friend you don't want to hang out with. That's the problem. Because <laughs> you'd be like, these things happen in threes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've never liked camping anyway, so thank you. I'm Rachel. not a fan. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> confirming that in me. Oh, yeah. I guess the obvious um, way to solve this is uh, it was it was Rachel. 
Rachel, I'm just That's kidding. Not accusing our fans. Rachel will find that funny. Come on, she'll get Rachel's a kick on out a plane that. over here now. <laughs> With pictures of all of us and where we live. <laughs> we did say, do you mind if we use it? And she was like, my parents are like, whatever. You are eight. What do you know? And I was such a shit as a kid. I was like, fine, whatever. But it really is a dead guy, which I love. As you probably yeah. eight, you're not phased. I mean, it's actually the perfect age to find a dead body. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's way less yeah. traumatising than if you're older and understand more of the implications. Yeah. All of my parenting books said that. They're like, <laughs> if you're going to introduce your child to a dead body, eight, yeah, eight is the age. Ten max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think we'll say cheers to Rachel oh, for sharing Rachel. that with Thank us. You, Thank Rachel. you, Rachel. Before we go, uh, Lucy, mm. do you have anything to plug? Tell us what you're up to. Oh, I'm not doing anything at all. No, there's nothing. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm doing a podcast as well and it's called Fingers on Buzzers with the lovely Jenny Ryan who's off of The Chase on ITV very nice Um, excellent so anyone who's at all interested in quizzing quizzes general knowledge anything like that um, so is it a quiz there are quizzes within it okay also we reminisce about famous quizzes okay internationally I'm looking at Taylor going international (laughs) Um, and then we have um, our lovely listeners rather than sending in stories of dead people they found (laughs) (laughs) they simply have to set a few general knowledge questions i feel the bar is somewhat lower with our podcast than yours but um, but yes so uh, so yes if you like solving not only murders but quizzes also i think it's a very similar demographic yeah is that puzzle yeah yeah it's It's a Analytical brain. Yeah, yeah, working it out. Thank you, Elizabeth. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then write it in a review and we'll solve it. Thank you to Acast and thank you for listening. 